All right. Episode 19, left turn. <laughs> Already <laughs> great. 19, like the man who let me down today and lost me some money. Fuck him, dude. He didn't. Hey, listen, dude, after the I truck race, after the truck race, I put money There's on There's a him. fucking guy that just walked across the road. You're on the interstate. There's a guy that just fucking jumped out in front of my car. You're on the interstate. Did you right? fucking wait, dude. No, you... passing a uh, fucking Cobalt Harley Davidson. Dude, literally just jumped out in front of my fucking car right there. <laughs> well, don't turn around. Good lord. You scared the fuck out of me. We're going to have a oh, murder live shit. live on the podcast if you turn around. <laughs> Where's the, dude, look how fucking dark it is, too. Oh, I, me and Jacob can't see shit from either one of y'all. Look. That's and my name is Matthew this motherfucker Harvin. Right out. What'd he do? Just jump? Yeah, he He's like, end me. End fucking end me. You know what? I bet that was a cowboy. Oh, man, you beat me to it. <laughs> And that was a Kyle hey, Bush fan. Hey, Kyle real Bush quick fan. on the road, boys. Fuck Kyle Bush. But <laughs> Kyle Bush. Fuck Kyle Bush. I don't know how many times I yelled that at the top of my lungs today. That's two two weekends in a row. Holy Wait shit! It's Monday, but it's a fucking weekend. It is. A, it is. A, well, it's a fucking okay. We had a race day on a Monday. Holy shit! Three a double header. Yeah, we had a, a double header. Trucks and it's all, it's all things to East Tennessee weather. Typical March is East Tennessee weather. Harv, you sound like the rest of Twitter right now. Don't start. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, Coop, I don't know if you're in with me and Jacob on our mentality right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll turn the pitchfork on you, Harv, in an instant. We're sick and tired of people bashing Bristol. Oh, me and you were like talking about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. There's no fucking sense in bashing Bristol. No, it's ridiculous, that, man. That that track, you can't be pissed at the track. Be pissed at the weather. Like, you know? Yeah, it happens. That is the most architecturally beautiful track in NASCAR. It's the best like racing I said, you get. I talked to that man. He fucking he ran the uh, late models last week. He was like, this is the best track I've ever been on. He said, I've, I came all the way from Nebraska. I live 24 hours away from this track. First time here. And he's like, I'm in love. He, he said, I told my wife, I called her and was like, I, I would love to retire here. He's like, come to the races twice a year, just the area, the people yeah. are great. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. This is a guy that didn't even fucking live here. And it's just like, I love this. I love this area. Right. This right. And, and, and let, let's be clear on that. The locals in East Tennessee are great. The visitors aren't always the greatest. Yeah. You that, that's, yeah. yeah. I'm getting there. That's just, that's just everywhere you go. <laughs> You'll get the you'll get the shit in the stick with the with the visitors, that's for sure. But three of us went to the race today. I did not. And and all of us let the record show that all of us didn't have tickets 27 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. How was the process of you all getting tickets? So explain that for everybody to hear. So I think me and Coop, yeah, me and Coop are on the same level here, right? We <clears> wanted <throat> to go. It just didn't line up, though, right? Money's tight. The weekend, it's spread out. Weather. Sunday rolls around, and they're like, hey, we're running both races on Monday. Race day on a Monday. Yeah, and you're, you're getting both races. So I'm like, well, that'd be fun. And then Bristol comes out and announces, if you buy truck tickets, or you have truck tickets, you get to stay for the cup. And hello. Anywhere. That's a W. Yeah. 
That is That's a, a that is a flat out W. So, boys, I worked nine to five today, and there was I I almost thought about just saying telling my job that I had like uh, leukemia or some shit. <laughs> just that it was some wild ass dirt ball. Yeah, Jesus. something but, they won't they won't question. I've already bought my ticket uh, to hell. Like, hey guys, I got COVID. I gotta be out. <laughs> I might have been exposed. Hey, yeah. I gotta be out and go to the race. No, nah, that would have worked real well on a Zoom call to work. I don't feel the uh, best. Why you bring your laptop to Bristol, baby? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, look what you did. You you watched the race pretty much while you were in Zoom. So I did. I watched the race the entire time I was at work today. Hey, that's not a bad life. I kept trying to watch you all. See if you. I can see you all. I didn't see you all this time. But um, Cody, explain how you got the tickets, though. Yeah. So I I send out an SOS on Facebook. My fiance sends out an SOS on Facebook. Let everybody that I personally know know that I was looking for tickets. Even my mom is like posted on Facebook like, hey, anybody got tickets, holler at me. So thankfully, Summer's mom uh, tagged me in, in a post, and it was someone that she knew. So Summer got a hold of them. Summer snagged us four tickets. So out of the blue, my mom and my little brother ended up at the race with us as well. Because they, they were all in. How did that, Okay, so Cooper, how'd you get yours? You got yours from a dude for what? Like, it was cheap as fuck, right? I'm going to shout him out right here. He's a Twitter follower. I will make sure to DM him after this and tell him that I'm going to shout him out on the podcast. His name is Connor Richardson. I don't know if he's from the Bristol area or what, but that dude was just hitting up people on Twitter. Like, comment back. He was like, I got tickets for sale if you guys want them. I got tickets for sale. I got tickets for sale. So I was like, damn, I want tickets. Like, I really want to go. And I was looking on Craigslist. People were like, you know, Venmo me the money first. And I was like, nah, that, I'm going to get scammed out of my money. I'm not doing that. So I hit that guy up. I just DM him. And I'm like, hey, man, how much are you selling these tickets for? And he's like, 50 a pop. And I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> that's a steal. But then he said that another guy was going to buy them for, you know, 50 a pop. And I was like, I'll do one better, 60. He was like, all right, cool. You got a deal. Called up Parv and it's like sixty bucks. I'll come home right now. Let's go. So how does that work in, in the new in, in the uh, post COVID age? Because it's all know, online. It's all online, but there how, are no physical tickets. You can how, transfer them. You can transfer yep. them. Yeah. So yep. so if you have like a Ticketmaster account, I can transfer. Reverse the motor speedway. Yeah. So so example. Yeah. So last weekend, I could have sent you all the tickets, right? I, I could, I mean, I just, we were all going in together. I didn't yeah. like, it was no big deal, but I could have sent you all the tickets to where you had them on your phone. And then I don't know how Cody paid, but the guy that I paid, I paid him through PayPal, which is super secure. Cause if there's any mess up, it's like with eBay, like you can get your money back if you get yeah. scammed. Yeah. So when I, when he said PayPal instantly, I was like, Oh, this dude's hundred percent. did." But I think we, we sent ours through Venmo, but like I said, it's somebody that, that extended oh, yeah. people. Like, we, you know, they weren't going to scam us. Yeah, exactly. It's someone that you know. Like, I mean, if I would have had someone to hit me up and was like, hey, I got tickets for sale, I'd, yeah, Venmo Cash App or whatever. Yeah. It's different when you, when you, when you know somebody versus a random guy on Twitter, for instance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But he's a good guy. I mean, hell, I don't know. Um, <laughs> But the good thing is we got to watch the race. But I think before we go into the race, we got to talk about what happened yesterday. 
Oh, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Please enlighten me. Well, Rob Van Dam got to the Hall of Fame. Let's go, buddy. Oh, wait, wrong podcast. Sorry. Anyway, Jacob, go ahead. Anyways. Yeah, so we, we had a, we, we had an incident last night where we got a lot of Twitter attention. Uh, so here's the deal. I don't want to go into the to the whole thing because I don't want to I don't want to keep the fire going because it I, needs to fucking die. It, out. it needs to die. And the dude that we talked about, he's done with Twitter. And we all know who we're talking about here. He texted me today and said he's done with it. He's out. Um, I, so here's the deal. We as a podcast, we, we caught a lot of attention. All right. Publicity. Publicity. And 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 the, it came it came down to a case where somebody in the NASCAR community that we know and have had on the show in the past. Um, hey, real quick. Um before you mention that, make sure not to say the word. I don't know how the platforms take it. Just use essay. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not mentioning anything. I, there's, there's literally nothing to mention there. That's the, that's the kicker. I know YouTube before. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's the kicker there. It's yeah, not even, yeah, it's not even like, nothing you, we need to mention. Just, just to like cover. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's, there's nothing to mention. Um, oh no, not at all. It, it, it comes down to. It comes down to it was some fishy shit um, and that NASCAR Twitter is filled with, and you can catch this in the bonus episode. I suggest watching that because me and Cody hashed out a lot of things going. And that was our editorial on the week. Yeah, it it was, it was NASCAR community. This was (laughs) ironically recorded before all this shit happened. Um, So here's what I got to say as me being the CEO or whatever the hell you want to call me. Um, I think that that CEO and glorious leader, I think that those are your, uh, your terms. Is, my, is that my title? Yeah. Okay. Cause El Presidente is taken. So you're just glorious leader. Glorious leader. Okay. That's fair. Um, inglorious, 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 inglorious leader. I like that. I like that. Inglorious leader. Um, so here's the deal. We stand tall and going for the right thing. Um, you may not think that's the right thing. But we as a group decided that that was the right thing, what we said and what we said, what, yes. what we stand for. Uh, if you follow this podcast, you know that we have uh, stood with Bubba in the past. We have stood with Daniel Suarez in the past. We, we, we have always kind of stood for the right thing on the right social side of every aspect. Um, for the people to come in and say the shit that they said yesterday about us, they don't fucking know us. Um, you don't fucking know us. You listen to our show every week, hopefully. Um, but that being said, NASCAR and the social media, and you can go on our bonus episode, like you know, you can go through this. The NASCAR social media is the most negative, fucking, it's a negative fucking place. These people have no right to be in anywhere involved in this sport. They're what's ruined it. And I hate to say this. This is going to be a really unpopular take, but it's a take. Um, it seems like ever since NASCAR has tried to accept more people in is when this shit started happening. And that's what I can't figure out. That's not a bad take. <laughs> I, so I I do not disagree at all with that, that mm-hmm. take. Um, I think – 
you know, volume is always, I, I, there's an explanation for it, right? Like it's not shitting on like the newcomers, right? Yeah. But there's an explana- explanation for it. You have a higher volume. Any ha- anytime you have a higher volume of people, you know, more bad's going to happen. I mean, you know, New York City's crime rate on the percentage isn't horrible, but there's a shit ton of crime that happens there, mm-hmm. right? Because there's more people there. Um, Kingsport, for example, you know, our, our home area, they have a higher crime rate statistically than New York City does. And that's per, you know, the, the population. You, you raise the volume, you're going to have more instances, though, of your, your, your rotten eggs and your, your soured apples. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen a lot this week. Um, you know, I said I was going to mention it before, but I probably shouldn't or I'll get in trouble. Uh, but there is this, just this one bitch that I hate. And they and they know who I'm talking about. And I've caught her before. And I said, she's probably one of those guys that said, ooh, my driver's hot. I wish I could fuck his brains out. And then goes on Twitter and says some bullshit and probably didn't understand a, a thing about racing. Um, so let me, let me clear this up for everybody, all right? We're not on here to talk about politics or rights. We come on this show to talk about racing. That is our getaway. Now, if if that's brought up into the racing world, we have to address it. That's we've seen show. it a lot in the last year. We we've have seen it a lot. And, and we, we have covered it every time. We have covered it every time. And I'd like to say most of the time we're on the right side. Um, but all these motherfuckers out there that think that I give a shit what they say, I don't. I don't care. I just don't care. None of us do. None of us give a shit. Maybe Parv. It's impossible to cancel somebody who doesn't give a fuck about being canceled. Yeah, we don't care. We don't give a shit. And you get these dumbasses like, who what, what? What do you cancel us over? What What have we ever said that was so terrible that we stood against? That I, I just don't understand, like why that was a thing last night of us getting canceled as well. Like you know, people saying like, "Oh, that's a bad take," and like screenshotting our fucking bio saying like. Awful take, says at the bio, you lost me there. By the way, don't talk to me again. I'm muting the combo. Before I leave, here's this. Like, stop your fucking shit. Then I hit you with a gnarly-ass fucking meme. (laughs) Yeah, like, no one gives a fuck, dude. Like, Okay, hang on. No, we're good. Go ahead, Jacob. I mean, we, I mean, you know, we're trying to be nice here. Um, Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but... These people are fucking assholes, man. Even the, I mean, I mean, they're they are. They don't give a shit about racing. You you can tell that they don't give a shit about racing. They pretend to. Um, and you know, this is something that I grew up with, and I'm sad to see that these people are actually fans now. Like these types are people, and maybe they've always been there. And social media has just now kind of opened my eyes to that. I think that's it. I think. Um... I think we're coming towards the end, honestly, of like the social media craze, right? You'll always have people who will stick around social media, but I, th- I think social media is dying because people are finding it unbearable, right? It I is. mean, when was the last time you logged into Facebook, Twitter, and like closed the app thinking like, hey, this bettered my existence? <laughs> never, ever. Exactly. Yeah. Never. I mean, I'm never on tiktok and i'm like wow 
that just made my night. Like most of the time, I see now see with TikTok. Mind. With TikTok, that does make my night. I'll spend hours on TikTok, buddy. Because <laughs> you always you can still catch that bullshit on there. And you're just oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's that's when I just I, I flip through. I don't want that on my algorithm. And like exactly, not- yeah, it's the same thing as Twitter. It's like you know, I'll, I'll catch some stuff. Like there's a meme or something, or like something trending of politics. I'll click it and like see the replies. Somebody's got a good meme in there, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's great. But most of the time I watch, look at something, and I'm like, uh, no. I don't even use my personal Twitter anymore. When I browse through Twitter, I just use ours. That way, because I don't know if y'all noticed or not, on uh, on our Twitter page, I, I blocked any, like, political word. I have it blocked from our Twitter account. That way we just oh, don't even see it. So yeah. much. I have it recognized because I am still yet to have the password to the Twitter account. So I, I got the password. I'll give it to you after, after this. Holy I- shit. Boys, people on the show, you will see my first ever tweet <laughs> off the left turn called Twitter. No, you just got to wow. sign off on it. You, you got to put your initial in there. Ready um, for Martinsville. 100%. The first tweet is going to be right at Haley Deegan. Shout out, baby. Listen, <laughs> yeah, we're not giving him the we're not giving him password. But the thing is, it's it's, it's 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 literally like this mob, this angry mob who thinks that they can they can bully you or tell you what you. But can do you believe. know the proper term for that that mob you're speaking of? Cancel, cancel culture, cancel culture. Cancel culture yeah. People people say it's fake and it's not. It's not. There was literally no basis or fact yesterday. And like it was I said, two stories that aligned. Like both stories were the same thing. Like I said, our tweets, our tweets are up. Hey, just curious. I mean, why was there a certain account that's gone now? Hey, what can you say? What can you what do? What can you say? But the big, the biggest part you know, is crazy. As big as pieces of shit we are for sending with a good person that you know is very genuine. There's one Twitter account still standing, right? Hey, hey, also, we gained followers. <laughs> we we started, yeah, we, lost, we lost one follower crazy. yesterday. We lost, I did, I kept watching it. We lost one follower, and then we gained 20. Hey. Hate to see that one motherfucker leave. Bye. Yeah. It's nice to have 20 intellectual people join in, though. Well, I think, Sorry, I think, that. here's the thing. That was me. Was that uh, you? Damn, you unfollowed no, us. No, <laughs> but no, here's I'm the thing. Follow. Here's the thing. The majority of NASCAR fans are going to be on our side. They're going to have our. They're going to have our view. That's just the way it is. These people that are negative, that that you see a lot, they're not the majority. Most. No, people, I mean that's that's they're not NASCAR. Twitter is a small community. It right. is, and, and they're not the majority. My, there is so much more people that would side with us on most issues than there is that would side with these other dipshits. Uh, but that's enough about that. That's where we are, you know. Um, but the race, we had a doubleheader. Race day on a Monday. Hey, I'm going to cut you boys off in a second because I'm going to be passing a certain little gas station I got to show to everyone for the podcast. Just for just for you, Cody. Oh yeah, I'm, I know what it's gonna be. You know exactly Any, what anyway. It's gonna be. Anyway, you, speaking of that, ah, trucks. Let's talk about that. Trucks. Oh yeah. So we had a truck race. <laughs> it was more of a wreck race. Um, Fuck the truck race. Why did you hate it, Parv? I asked Parv during the race. I said, "How many truck races have you watched this year?" And he pointed. 
right at that one. And I was like, all right, that's a typical truck race for you. Well, it was just wait. I, I, I think it's bad for me, in my opinion, that that was the first truck race I watched because uh, of, like, how much wrecks there were, how many red flags there were. I was just like, I, I like the halfway point. I was just getting extremely bored. I was like, and then, like, Martin Tricks Jr. was just way too fast for everybody, and he just dominated. I'm like, yeah, there's no way no one's on the, like, there's no way he's losing this race. So I'm like, I'm going to watch the back and just see how many more times these shitheads wreck. So, and it was a lot. Well, I mean, to counter that, you got to think a lot of these guys in, in, in the truck series, and a lot of them uh, are the young bucks. Now there is some older dudes out there, uh, but I mean, you're not wrong. Like that's what I get. That's like that's why like I, I think you like part pardon it with it because you know a lot of them are younger, they're just starting, like you said, and you know, they're making their way up. And I'm like, you know, I can give them that because, but I, I was just like, I, I think there's like one time where like, the the restart green just happened, and then like two laps later, there's just another caution. I'm like, fuck. Part I'm, gonna, I'm gonna challenge that real quick. I, well, before this you is say a brand that, new fucking race. I got a jar, and every time you say like, you owe me a quarter. <laughs> That's not happening. Well, stop saying it so much. <laughs> Listen. Hey, boys, you know what I'm going to do really quick? Just, just hate to cut you off. I'm going to stop at this certain location and see if there's a certain piece of memorabilia that's going to be in this location. And if so, Cody's going to get it. Okay. What location are you stopping at, buddy? It's a certain uh, storefront. It's Love's, isn't it? <laughs> it's a Love's, baby. It's a Love's. And I'm going to walk in there, and I'm going to see if they got a Daytona 500 champion t-shirt just for Cody. Parv, I love I you. You know that, you know that right? I had yeah, to make it I do. I didn't want Parv to get upset over that, so I had to make it a little fun. <laughs> I'll just give you. Oh, wait, oh well, okay. Well, you, you did that too oh. early. Listen, Parv, that's a really bad fucking take, and let me tell you why. This is the first time that we've been on dirt at Bristol. There's the right? four. Bottom line, <laughs> that's all there. Is. They had they had two practices going in. They had two laps yesterday before we re- or Saturday before they realized they couldn't fucking run. It, the truck races are always sloppy, but this was the first time we were on dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway. That's that's my take on the truck race. I thought it was a kick ass race. What do you got to say to that part? Uh, that's your take. I, I I stand by my take though. I mean, why do you why 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 do you stand by your take though? I'm I'm, I'm gonna pick your little mind, Parv. Why do you stand by your take? Is, is it because you you don't like truck racing, or is it because you actually genuinely did not enjoy it? Because I do because I. I, I, I but for me, like, but, it was just like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just, for me, it was just like, it was just way, just way too many wrecks. And, and I was just, they call it was, just, for me, it was just restart, restart, relapse, wreck, restart, relapse, wreck, red flag, then green, green flag, wreck. And I was just like, 
I mean, I understand that it was a truck race. Like, I understand it was like the first. Have time. you ever? Like, you've never watched a dirt race though, before ever, have you? No, and I understand. I I explained earlier because Parv didn't understand why they were pitting and coming out in the same position. Uh, yeah, Parv. Now, while there were so many red flags, that's normal. Normal for dirt. Yeah, that's normal for dirt. They were doing it during Cup too. I think we had we had two or three red flags during the cup race. Yeah. Did we ever really have one? No, no. The uh the uh every time they were on pit, it was a red flag. Yeah, Almarola red. Almarola was the one I was thinking. And of, then yeah. uh I forget there was one other wreck that caused the red flag because they tore up the dirt real bad. Oh, the um fucking wasn't it Blaney? No, that it might it might have been the Kyle Bush and Blaney wreck. No, well, it was huh? It was – I forgot what – it was – it happened on turn three. Like, both wrecks happened on turn three. They caused caution. What do you – what did you guys think about who performed well? I mean, because it seemed like it was more of a battle for second place the entire race. Damn, I got a question for you guys. So, if John Hunter didn't run today, do you think that KBM would have looked a little different if Christopher Bell ran the race today? Truck race? Uh, I mean, John Hunter would have finished well had he not gotten wrecked out. Yeah, I think so, too, but I don't – like, Christopher Bell was pretty damn aggressive. Can we like, talk about the fucking up. safety truck? Did you guys see that? You guys probably what? haven't seen that yet, have you? What happened? So, I tweeted it earlier on the on the Left Turn Cult Twitter page. I was in charge of the Twitter page today. Uh, I did not stop. I was the meme lord for the day. Listen, there was a part in the race where John Hunter was so pissed at Matt Crafton, and you all didn't get to hear it, but <laughs> this is going to be interesting because this is all kind of like new information. Because uh, I would used to come home when I used to go to the Bristol races, and I would have to have somebody tell me what was going on on TV because I didn't know. Uh, so I'll explain what happened. So I might be wrong here, but I'm going to say it like this. Um, <laughs> so after john hunter got wrecked by matt crafton well he was sitting in the turn you guys seen that and then people just barreled into him and uh john hunter got out and gave him a little sarcastic applause you know and matt crafton went fucking awol he said if that guy looks at me like that again i swear to god i'm gonna punch him in the fucking throat what he said that and i quote he said i'm gonna punch him in the throat he said that motherfucker yeah he said that motherfucker better never stare at me like that again yeah Uh, hot damn sorry i I spun him out and then he was pissed at me right yeah then john hunter and i might have it backwards i couldn't they the the broadcast didn't do too well about well i didn't catch it one or the other but john hunter said uh, that he could stick it where the sun don't shine, or he could stick it up. In, uh, he could kiss my rosy red ass, is what he said on the radio. So it was pretty, uh, pretty rough. But during all that, when John Hunter Nemechek was given the little sarcastic applause, the Bristol safety truck was on the bank of the turn and slid down and hit his truck. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. 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 I saw that. Did you yeah. see that? And I thought yeah, that I was, that's peak yeah. comedy. That is peak comedy. <laughs> so <laughs> Bristol safety trucks don't fuck around. They'll wreck Natalie Decker. They'll hit John. Yeah. They hey, they'll take out whoever so, they got to. They don't give a shit. 
I think the moment for me where I got truly pissed off at this truck race was that number six car. <laughs> You're talking about Norm. The, the, the guy that drives his name is Norm. He when he when he took out for, Larson. For, like for people who when he took out the whole the race, field. <laughs> like for people who didn't watch the race, he was his car was very freaking at one point like he was slower slower than a snail on that track and there's no caution like there's no car caution at all and what happened was he, he was on the high line you know probably let people pass or anything but larson was in the top okay yes sir but uh, that's a Michael McDowell sticker he's alluding to, by the way, for the listeners. There's a, uh, there's a lunch shirt over there. I think I'm going to go buy one. <laughs> for, piss you off. But, but then, like, the Kyle Larson, legit, full speed went into the number six car. Like, I, I know at one point the, they, they black flagged the number six car, I'm pretty sure, didn't they? They parked that what? They parked them. They didn't black flag them. They parked them. He bounced off of like seven trucks uh, during during like one lap. It was nuts. They, they didn't. They didn't park him. I mean, they parked him for a few laps, but he came back out there, and he's the one who uh, Kyle Larson ran into. This was after he got black flagged. So they parked him after. See, I read he he they were bitching on Twitter about how they how he got parked. I'm pretty and sure I'm pretty sure that was him that Kyle Larson ate his ass. Yeah, yeah. I can't him. remember. Martin Truex Jr. surprised me. Same. I, didn't, I did not expect him to be um, dominant. He won all the stages. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Kevin Harvick racing for David Gillen Racing. Uh, Bubba. Of course. Bubba, Bubba did well in the truck. Bubba, well, I mean, Bubba did well all weekend. He come home in what? 11th. 11th in the truck series. Um, you know, Kyle Larson wrecked out, of course. And then uh, Daniel Bell. Suarez. Yeah. Well, now, nah, okay, sorry, I'm in the cups. Yeah, Bell. that's the uh, – yes. Yeah, I was trying to think of who all's in the truck. I think that's about it. A boy shoving Creed almost on the first stage, but, like, Martin Truex got that, like, last – Last turn pass on him. Well, there's my, one guy I want to call out though for the for the truck race and give it? a round of applause to for making it fun. Who? Chase Briscoe. Oh yeah. Okay. He was all over the damn. Can track. we talk about how he was sponsored by Huffy? Bro, and then there was a Vivitar truck too. What? Yeah. I did not see that. I didn't know Vivitar was still a brand. I just seen Huffy on the side of his truck, and I kept thinking about that Talladega Knot scene. He's like, that's a nice box, son. Is that a Huffy? <laughs> he pedals off. Um, I mean, my pick was Stuart Friesen, and he finished 12th. You know, I had no problem with that. He came running good. You know what's funny? On the uh, NASCAR app, they're still running Red Horse Racing numbers for, uh, like, the number 11. Oh, hey, uh, during the cup race, Bubba had – some oh, BK Racing. Of, was it? Was that the it's, BK? It's BK. They have still not yet to change. Okay. I can't. Yeah. I cannot figure that hey, out. Boy. Did you get? Hey, that, did you get that? Loves. Look. Big loves water. <laughs> Here's the best one. A nice. Oh my god. Brand new. 
plug shirt. Oh my! And I'm gonna wear it to Nashville <laughs> just for Cody. Uh, Austin Wayne's cell friend, pretty good. I heard you mention Stuart Friesen. I was actually impressed, but not happy. Yeah. I was expecting a lot from him in the truck. I knew in Cup he wasn't going to contend too much. I figured he would be up there, but, like, I don't know. I was wanting a little bit more. Yeah, he should have ran a lot better than he did. I mean, Ben Rhodes is unstoppable this season. I think that's our truck series Dude, champion. Sheldon Creed, too. Sheldon Creed yeah. was damn good for a while. Todd Gilland as well. Todd Gilland Todd ran Gilland? up there for a long um, time. That's old Michael Sheldon McDowell's – that's old, that's old Michael McDowell's team, buddy. Didn't uh, – Tanner Fogelman, he didn't look too good today, did he? Or he did look good. You said Tanner, Tanner who? Uh, is it Fogelman or Fogelman? Uh, I think it's Tanner Gray. Tanner Gray? The 17 truck or the 15 truck? Sorry. Who's who's the Fogelman? Fogelman. And his name Tanner? I'm not familiar with him. He was a, he, I'm pretty sure that. That one was a good dirt racer. Hold up. I'll tell you right here. You talking about the one that raced for uh, Live Fast Motorsports in the Cup Series? Uh, was it with Fest? Yeah. No, that was Shane. That was Shane uh, Gulabic. Um, I'll tell you right here. Hold on. I don't know. if I, I'm, I may be overlooking. I'm just not sure who that is. Uh, but, I mean, you know, we had some good runners. But, I mean, <sighs> It made me worried a little bit, the truck race did, at first. Because in my head, the first, the one thing I didn't want to happen was somebody get run out, go out front and just dominate, kind of like Atlanta last, last week. Because that defeats the whole per, uh, point of a dirt race, that, it, it, you know, at that point. Um, and then and – then, I, I really like Kevin Harvick in the truck series race. I think that if he would have had a little bit more luck and Damn. Not the damage, I think he, he could have got a good there. too. Yeah, he was having fun. You could tell he was having fun. Um, but all in all, the truck race was okay. But man, I think we should just go ahead and move into the cup race. That cup race. Was uh, Tate. That's his name. Tate. Tate. I knew. I knew it was a T. I don't know. I was thinking Tanner. Tanner Gray was the one I was thinking of. But yeah, Tate. Tate. Yes. Tate Fogelman. Tate Fogelman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty good dirt driver because I had him in my lineup. I did some – I looked up on him a little bit. but He might not have made it then due to the rain out. I think he was like heats. 33rd or something today. No, nah, he, he really didn't do too well. I'm not seeing him, man, but I could be overlooking him. Um, but anyways, that being said, I think um, – I, I think the Cup Series race, I'm just going to come out and say it. The Bristol Dirt Race is one of the best races I've ever seen. It was really good. Overall? What happened? Yeah. Watching it on TV, boys, I don't know about in person, but watching it on television, it was one of the most action-packed races I've ever seen in my life. Oh, in person, yeah, for sure. There, there was not a lap where I was like, <sighs> Well, you know yeah. how some races are more interesting, like Atlanta. That's a more interesting track in person than it is on television. Right. All right. I feel like Bristol is just as action packed on through the screen as it is in person. You don't miss anything in person. You see no. the whole track constantly. Yep. And it's I was having fun the whole time. 
Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, let's get into it, boys. Let's talk about uh, who are our picks from last week. I recently watched the podcast. You had Joey. I had Dylan. Cody had Bubba sweeping the weekend. And then Harv had Larson. Yeah, I had Kyle Larson. Yeah, those are, the, those are our cup picks. I would just like to go ahead and say that I'm, it feels good to be the champ. and feels good to be right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you, Parv. He, he won up. fair and square. He outdrove two him. weeks in a row, Jacob. Two weeks in a row, you call him the winner. I know. Jacob two weeks almost in a row. called it again, too, in that text. And he was like, watch out for Ricky right here. All of a sudden, Ricky just gets a fucking burst. And I was like, there's no damn way. I, I, I was watching Ricky Stenhouse's times on the app, and I was—I I knew it. I knew he was. If there would have been another lap, Stenhouse would have won the race, no doubt in my mind. He would have dumped Logano. He is not Denny Hamlin. He would have hit Logano, sent him into the wall, and not gave two shits about it. But I'm telling you, man, this—I mean, Logano. I—I I called it last week. I'm going to gloat just a little bit. Uh, and he, I had a bad feeling today, too. I, I, I told Parv when we were going there. I was like, man, I feel like Joey's going to win this shit. I told Cody that, too. I was like, I've I got a weird feeling about Joey. He got hooked he up with Vaughn. He looked damn good Friday. Yep. He, he got hooked. Really good Friday. He got hooked up with Vaughn Gittin Jr., man, and learned how to drift a car. And that can be applied to dirt racing so easily. <sighs> so easily. Um but honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and give some give some props to Cody's man, Bubba. Dude, Thank he was you. running really well. Thank You're welcome. You. I'm gonna actually give some props to him, dude. I was pretty impressed today. He had I was that, too. I was proud. He had, he if had it, that he was. had that bitch in the top ten, man. He would have probably finished top ten if Stenhouse yeah. hadn't bulldozed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and for that, like, I'm I'm not even mad about that. Like, that's dirt racing. That's all that is. Like, I, I don't think Ricky did anything that I wouldn't do. The way it was, Bubba left – he got tight in the corner. He left an open hole. Ricky went for it. And Ricky yeah, had and to. I mean, that's it was what time you do. That's yeah. what you do in a dirt race. And, you know, it was not intentional. Uh, I don't know where Bubba ended up finishing. But, I mean, he, he had a top ten finish coming, I think. Um, maybe even top five. Maybe even top – I mean, he was up there most of the day. He was in seventh when – he was in seventh oh, no, when I don't, he, uh, he went out. What did you say? Reddick was looking good, though, in that top five. That top five that we had set was pretty damn good. I don't know if Bubba would have outbeat Reddick. Bubba finished 27th. Yep. Damn. You know, you know who also looked good but no one's talking about? Who? Matt. Matt. Matty D. Matty D. You want to know who finished 12th today? Yeah. I know this is weird because we just talked about a Michael McDowell. Yeah, looked damn good today. Uh, I'm not looking at Michael McDowell. <laughs> Dude, no. Like for like I was I was just kind of like going like off and on like who I was like w- watching during the race. Like if there is like someone about to pass like the top, like in the top I'll I'll, I'll pay attention to that. But I'll pay attention to the midfield a lot because there's a lot of changes in the mid midfield throughout the race and like Matt like Matt Davidino was just like really consistent like at one point, Kyle Busch, like, went ahead of him. But, like, not even, like, two laps later, Matty D was back in front of him. I'm like, dang, Matty D's looking really good in this, like, tr- like this dirt race today. 
and he got thirteenth today, which is really good for really good for I mean, him. I'm really happy. The top ten that. was not the normal top ten for like the third week in a row. Hey, really quick, it's our anyone seven... know where where did Brad place today? Because he didn't Brad, look too bad. Brad did not look good today, like I thought he would. He finished eleventh. He didn't finish terrible, but uh, still, that's really good for a guy that what he had zero dirt experience. Yeah, but, but, but I, mean, I mean, look at Suarez. Suarez had zero two, and Suarez fucking Suarez wild. was great today. What wow. do we think about old Danny Suarez? Oh, I was pumped. Fuck Pitbull, like I kept saying. Fuck Pitbull. Fuck Pitbull. Wow, but Suarez looked damn good. I liked it. I mean, Cody was like. I wouldn't have been mad if Suarez won the race. I could agree there. No, I would have. I would have happy. Well, you, I mean, yeah. Go it's ahead, seventh, seventh different winner in seven different races, which is the cool thing. This is like the nineties like again. Like we still yeah. haven't had a like a we still haven't had a two time winner this season yet. I mean, it's only like seven races in, granted, but. I mean, this time last year, I'm pretty sure Harvard Gardner won, like, a couple races. Uh, I mean, Joey started off with two races back-to-back last season. I think so, Joey yeah, could be the one that's going to be the back-to-back. He'll be the one – he'll be a two-time winner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Maybe um, him or Larson, one of them. As far as Suarez goes, you're never going to hear me say no word about old, old Danny Suarez. I love the dude. I, I just – I love his personality. And he's finally got a real shot with a, with a good team that's wanting to build around him and wanting him to be their focal point. I think Daniel Suarez, it's only up from here for him. But me and – I think, yeah, Danny Suarez is looking really good. Like, I mean, I was paying no attention to him until he, like, got to, like, the top three. Because, I mean, I thought, again, that this is going to be a Martin Truex dub. But he he just over, he just overdid himself. I think, and that's he was, why he liked Chuck. He was smoking those right rears, man, killing them. Like he was, I mean, he was like real good for that, for like that first, the first stage. But then no, he just like lost it, and I mean, it sucks for that, sucks that for him. But I mean, it gave us a really good, it, it just gave us a really good race, and uh, I think it was just really cool to see that happen. Well, I mean, you had you had Danny Suarez running up there. You had Ron Newman. Roush Fenway is back. Hey, both of those boys. Did did Busher finish top ten? Busher didn't, but Busher ended up finishing fourteenth. He was okay. He was boiling his tires. He was beating Blaney's back bumper off, and I was loving to see it. I love Blaney's my boy, but he was diving into the corner and hitting Blaney as hard as he could. It was good old fashioned. Old school Bristol racing. I mean, to see Roush Fenway back, they have reached in their pockets and they have found something with that team. I don't know what it is yet, but they have absolutely just evolved. And you're starting to see them more up front, more up front. This year, Roush Fenway will get a win. Who? Who? Yeah. It'll be, it'll be it'll be Busher. Okay. I don't doubt it. Yeah. But I, if you would have said Newman, I would I would have argued it. I don't think Newman. I don't think Newman has another win in him. I don't think Newman has another win in him either. But I think that they have oh, a chance. I hope he does. I don't. Uh, I, I hope re- he fucking retires. <laughs> Speaking of Blaney, God, oh. dude, 
He got fucking dunked by Kyle Bush. Wait, real quick. I saw him say that. Blaney looked really fucking good today. He did really until some dipshit fucking wrecked him. No, I, I saw that uh, Ryan Blaney turned turn himself, and uh, you know there was there, he was the only one at fault. All right, it's time. This is exactly the fucking problem with Kyle Bush fans, right? They take no accountability. They're nothing but little bitches, and they act just like their fucking driver, well, okay? Okay? Yeah. So, no, no, Parv, this is my fucking platform, and I'm going to speak, and you're going to listen, all right? I leave the fucking race. I'm walking back. It was a good-ass race, right? You have a fucking Kyle Bush fan who comes at me, and he's bitching at me because I have a Bubba Wallace shirt and a Bubba Wallace hat on. And he wants to bring fucking race into it and talk about Bubba's skin tone. That I'm immediately done, right? This dude is just blabbing his mouth away. I'm like, yeah, big talk for a Kyle Bush fan, right? I mean, what do you Literally, expect from him? Blabbing his fucking mouth. Didn't try to pursue Cody. Nothing like that. No, he walks up the hill away from me. Like, he's walking away from me. I'm like, fuck Kyle Bush. Fuck Kyle Bush. The whole time he's walking away. So, I mean... Here's the reason why this actually happened. For yeah, here's the reason, and I'll fucking tell it, Parv. This is my fucking platform. When I say you speak, you can speak, but this is my so fucking soapbox. Here's, here's what happened. Parv so was a fucking asshole. Uh, Parv was a fucking dick. I picked up a sign that this little boy made that said Kyle Bush is a whiny baby, and Parv takes the sign from me and rips it in fucking half. That's disrespectful as fuck, Parv. I'll call you out right now. That pissed me off. So I was already ready to go with this Kyle Bush motherfucker because you were disrespectful, Parv. That was a dick move to take that out of my hands and rip it. Dick move. I'll call you out right now. Dick fucking move. Bottom line. That's that's what happened. That's the story. And then I have this Kyle Bush fucking fan running his mouth about Bubba Wallace being black. Big fucking deal, buddy. Big welcome to fucking America in 2021. There's other skin tones. And I'll step off of my soapbox. Fuck you, Parv. Take it shit out of my hand. Disrespectful. And there it was. <laughs> That's it. I had to get it out. It was disrespectful as fuck. Parv? Hey, it is what it is. He muted. Oh, it is what it is. Hey, it is what it is. I called it out. It was a dick move. Dick move. Taking it from my hands and ripping it in half. Bottom line, dick move. Now, anyway. Now I am glad that I was at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was just a dick move. That's all it is. Well, and no, and nobody could disagree. Like, taking it out of my hands and ripping it in half was a dick move. There's no sugar coating it. So I'll call it out like it is. But anyway, whoa, whoa, we got the cover man, race. Whoa, whoa. It was crazy, though. I could not believe that Christopher Bell caused the fucking wreck. <laughs> almost contending like that, too. Just crazy. Him? Okay, I will admit, I like Kyle Larson. I think he's a damn good driver. I'm not on him yet. I'm not going to pull it like Chase Elliott fans were last year. Anything like that. Nothing wrong with Elliott fans. You know, whatever. But I, I was very happy to see Larson wreck out today because I – didn't want to have the expectation of seeing a driver that I figured was going to win, win. I wanted to see someone a little bit different. I didn't want to see Larson go, I fucking expected that. Like, didn't expect Martin Truex to win the truck race. Didn't expect Joey Gorgano to win the dirt race, the cup race, because I was full on. I was like, 
it's Chris Bell or it's Larson. There's no deal. There's there's no other way about it. So it was nice to see it. I do little gestures to Larson, waved him by, flipped him off, you know, whatever. But still, thought he ran well. But I was a little shocked that we were kind of right about that. We we said that Larson would wreck out. We he was not going to finish the race, and he was what six seven laps behind by the end. I got a pretty controversial take. I like Kyle Larson. I think he's a hell of a driver. Uh, yeah. I don't think that he's good in a cup car on dirt. He didn't look – I mean, not even in the truck. Yeah, I mean, not good. even the he truck series. Nailed back there, yeah. Uh, I mean, not really what I expected. And I brought this up to Cody uh, a week ago. These cup cars are a lot heavier than what he's used to racing. Yeah, um, I mean, it's what? A thousand pounds more, at least. Yeah. Is it 3,600 pounds? Cup cars are? They're yeah. 32. Or 32 or 33. And then a uh, dirt car 1,600 pounds? Give or take, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's almost twice as heavy. Yeah, uh, and, you know, Bale, Bale seemed to – I mean, he was strong. I think if he hadn't wrecked out, um, he would have probably been up there. But he was just too aggressive with it. Too damn aggressive. Way too aggressive. Him and Larson both too aggressive. You can't be like that this track. And we even called it about Larson. We said Larson was going to be aggressive, wreck himself out. And, I mean, we didn't wreck himself out, but he was too damn aggressive. Truex, Truex came this close to being a wreck. I came this close. Was to that being the wrecked. only time? Yeah. Well, he was... it, it looked like Truex towards the last three, the, the last quarter of the race, I would say, was kind of just everywhere. He, I mean, he hit, yeah, he hit the wall at the very end of the race. But, I mean, as far as as far as far looking good, I think we need to talk about Eric Jones. He's running the hell out of that car. After that, can I get a second to talk about my man? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Eric Jones, okay, I want to talk about his fire suit real fast. Starched white tide suit. Was it? Oh, it was completely white. The only thing that was of color on it was a tide symbol. That's cool. It was old school, man. It looked really cool. But he ran a hell of a race. I mean, th- that's what I like about the dirt race. It made it a little bit more equal. This was a – Bristol's already a driver's track. You have to be a good driver. Put dirt on it, <laughs> it's really a driver. you got to be a hell of a driver. you got to be a good driver. And Eric Jones was pulling that 43 up into the, into the field. And we can't forget about Ricky Stenhouse Jr. either. He looked really, really good. If they come back and do it next year, I think he's got a real good shot at winning this race. They are doing it next year. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Ricky, going into next season, I think he'll be completely and entirely funded. And that's that's what he needs. If Ricky yeah. had – if Ricky was racing for JGR, Hendrick, you know, any of your top-tier teams, Ricky would already have a win at least the way he's ran the season so far. JTG Dordery. Uh, they need to. They need to go to one car. They do, and and, and, and honestly, uh, hold on to your pants right here. Ryan Priest has impressed me this season a yeah. lot. Well, he knows he's got a race. Yeah, he knows he's got to. And this is a bad situation for him because I know that he has talent. Yeah, and he's yeah. shown it this year. Yeah, he's got talent, but you know, at thirty-seven car, man, it's just, it's just. I will say this is the first year in a long time I've seen the thirty-seven outperform the forty-seven. I think it's just Priest driving the hell out of it. Yeah, there's Parv. Okay, Parv's back. Parv, are you good? Oh, here. Okay, cool. All <laughs> now right. that we're all here. <laughs> now we're all here. Um, 
Okay. So, this, okay. Cooper, talk about your boy, Austin Dillon. I need to look, maybe rewatch the race tomorrow, just see what happened. I, that was not the outcome I expected from Austin Dillon. I don't know. I, I heard before the first caution, he was complaining that his car was too tight. But, I mean, they had the pent intermission. So there was no excuse for him to run the way he did the remainder of the race and then kind of sit. Like he contended with his brother the whole race. I, I don't know. I was not expecting that from Dylan. It really disappointed me. I don't I figured this was gonna be his race, if any, to pick from this season. But oh, it's same. I think the weirdest part about it is how well Tyler ran. Yeah, I mean, so it's not well, like they. It's not like RCR didn't necessarily bring cars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but like, I was more surprised to see Ty Dillon running kind of better than Austin did. Austin was playing catch up with Ty for a little bit, then you know he would get ahead, and then Austin would fall back. There goes Ty up two cars ahead of him. I don't know. I just really was not expecting that. I was. Re- that was the biggest disappointment of the day. It was Washington just underperformed. It didn't look good. I'll say that. No, I don't. I and who knows? Anything could have happened. Cooper just froze up. He's on his way back home right now. We're having to record this pretty late tonight. So if we sound like we're all out of energy, uh, there. Are you back? Am I? Yeah, we can hear you now. You, okay. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. It's like. It's like you being hard on Blaney. I mean, I'm going to be hard on Dylan. That's that's my dude. But. You got to man. I mean, I'm proud of Blaney today. He uh, he came back, man, after getting spun out. Oh uh, yeah, he only had half a damn car. Dude, his car was fucked up. His car was messed up, and he man, was I'm racing a good race. Fucking, you talk about someone spinning out Newman. God damn, Newman, man, he had a, he had a good car, I, top five car. I was really thinking that he might get us there and give it a shot. Man, he pulled a straight 360, recovered it, still contended that whole race. God, it yeah. good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest, man. I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that this race really brought back old Bristol. Kenny Wallace has been saying it all week. Yeah, you know, a lot of these old drivers are saying, "Hey, this is kind of how it used to run," and um, a lot of people are shitting on the track right now for for saying that. Yeah. Why is it, you know, and, and, and I said it, I said it earlier on the page, on the Twitter page. If you don't like this type of racing, you're stupid. This is what you've been bitching about. This is what you want to see, you know. Luckily, old Dave Moody responded. I made him laugh today a little bit. <laughs> old Moody deserves a laugh after all the bullshit he deals with. God, he gets hammered, man. Um, I, and, and Moody is one of my favorite people to listen to. Someone will call in, and, and they'll spew out something that just ain't true. And he's like, well, no, you're wrong. And he will call people yeah. out as they call in. Now, now, here's my question now, gentlemen. We've seen the success of Dirt Bristol, okay? We know that there's going to be another dirt track thrown out. No doubt. No doubt. I want to see it. Like I, I'm, I want to see another one. I don't know where. Just give it to me. Why not North Wilkesboro? 
because the infrastructure won't be able to handle it. I'm talking about redo the track. They got the money to redo it. They want. To. We would be. I think we'd be five years away because they're going to have to build some more fucking roads to get there and, and get a fucking parking spot. I mean, to run that dirt track like a, a track like that, I think that's the only way Wilkesboro can come back. And Bristol, like Bristol Beach, huh? Oh, okay, that would be dope. But there's no way we would ever do it again. That's gone. That's oh, gone, those cars gone. would sink into the sand. Yeah, that's gone. And sad, as bad as I hate to say, I think that would be retro as hell. Uh, but it's. I gone. think they'd have to run like fifty model cars. Yeah, and I mean, we see it. They're trying to save the spring race because the spring Bristol race has not been. It, we've seen the crowds before COVID. They only had people sitting in the turns at one point. It was bad. Um, so my point is they saved it in my opinion. I think they did the best that they could do with what they did. Um, but yeah, I, I see, I, I mean, I just seen a lot of good racing, just a lot of good racing. Um, uh, I give props to NASCAR. I genuinely do for this. And one. Bristol um, Motor I, was, I was skeptical. Yeah, I was skeptical. Um, I've been harsh on the dirt race the entire time. I still don't think it belongs as a points race. I think it should be an exhibition, like an all-star race. Uh-huh. Um, now, I could get behind it a little bit if they want to make it a points race and have one dirt race early in the season and then some dirt race in, in the playoffs. But for it to be a points race, I feel like we need more than one. So, uh, if they were to – when they do another one, I'm saying when. Is it going to be another short track? Do you think it'll, it'll have be like to a be. One point? Um, I'll say this: New Hampshire would be a fantastic place to run. Dirt. I'll be honest, though, I don't think there's going to be another dirt race. I think it'll strictly be Bristol from here on out. I don't think they'll add one. I really don't. You think it stays with Bristol? Yeah, one hundred percent. Tony Stewart would probably give NASCAR a, a middle finger if they if they crawled to him right now and asked for Eldora. Oh yeah, they're he, he they pissed him off, especially with SRX. He don't give two shits about it. Oh, let's talk about Stewart Haas today. I feel like they had potential to run good. And they, they had all potential got, to run good every week, right? Yeah, and they all got destroyed today. Chase Briscoe hit everything. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't his fault. Ninety percent of it wasn't his fault. Like he just kept getting caught up in wrecks. I don't think I ever even saw Cole Custer. Like thinking back on it, I don't think I ever paid any attention to his car. He was I out. Did. He ran right beside Austin Dillon pretty much the whole fucking race, just mellowing back. He was 25th, not 26th, 27th. Briscoe and Harvick were running really, really good until that accident happened. Yep. Now another person that nobody's talking about right now is Ross Chastain. Oh, he was running. Fantastic. He was coming up through the field. He was. Um, but which wreck was it that he got caught up that in? That was the Almarola. Oh, God, dude. That took out like three or four good guys right there. Yeah. I mean, Almarola's entire engine was laying on the track. Yep. Corey LaJoy. Who else was took out in that one? Was it I think. I think. No, I think Friesen was in that one. Friesen? Yeah. It took out like a, a bunch of good guys, man. Yeah. More um, cars finished than I expected. Yeah, it wasn't a crash fest for sure. I think – I'm just saying, I think this is this is the race to stay. This is what's going to put people in the stands. People are going to come see this. 
Yeah, next year, no. once COVID's done, it'll, it'll, that, sell. it'll sell out. Yeah. No, no it'll – Go ahead, sorry, man. You're good. Uh, I think this has a better chance of selling out than I Bristol does. No way. No way. No. Uh-uh. Like, this race is a good – this race, this, this race, race alone, being the first dirt race in so many years, yes. But as years go on, no way. I mean, I think next year has a chance, but maybe like as it goes on, maybe not. But like, you got to think now, I mean, though. Bristol's in the playoffs. Night. I mean, night. Bristol is an attraction itself because you know it's a beautiful experience. But like the experience I had today watching the dirt track. Was just beyond anything I've seen at anything. Like, this is my third race I've seen in person. Like, all three races I've seen have been a Bristol race. That's, you know, spring race, Casey Kane won. I saw Denny Hamlin race win. where Denny Hamlin, and then I saw this one. You saw Logano win, buddy. How'd that feel? How'd it feel to see that 22 Benzel doing victory donuts? It didn't feel good. I mean, okay, Clark, but be honest with me. No, 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 but be honest with me. You cannot tell me that Logano didn't drive a hell of a race because I'll sit here and tell you right now the race between him and Denny Hamlin was some of the most exciting racing I've seen in a long time. No, I was, I was just, I was like, you mother, I was in my mind, like, you motherfucker, Hamlin, you get past him right now. Like, at one point, he did. At one point, he did. But it wasn't for long, like the next turn, Logano passed back. But I'm like, I was really upset, but like, and like when, when Logano eventually passed him with that last time, there was just, he was just gone after that point. And it, Logano it was handling a car, man. Have you, uh, I, I have think, you talked to your dad, Jacob? I think, look, I did. Yeah. Yeah. He called. He was pretty excited well, about it. That's cool. I, I think, mean, you got it last week and your dad got it this week. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I think Hamlin had a shot. If there would have had a better shot, if the restart wasn't single file. No, 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 no. Hamlin just was. Uh, let me tell you what's some of the biggest bullshit that I've heard in a long time. Today, Hamlin's after the post race interview, he said somebody asked him why he didn't run into the back of Logano's car, and he said, "Me and Logano race entirely different. That's not my racing style." Let's sit there and let that process. Because if I don't, or if I remember correctly, he had Chase Elliott's wheels jacked up off the ground like four years ago and spun his ass and put Logano into the wall a couple of years ago. If not, yeah, a couple of years ago. Now, I do think we're seeing a different Denny. I genuinely do. I think Denny has finally like tried to embrace that champion's mentality where, like, you know, be smart, calm, collected. That's a move. But Denny's Denny's past shows that he's willing to push someone out the way for a win. Well, I got to say this: if he's wanting a champion's mentality, that shit that he done today is not the champion's mentality. Because if I would have been in his position, Logano would have been eating that wall first corner. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I think he's changed a little bit. Yeah, I think he. I think he's more calm and collected. He's got. I don't have- think Denny wants to be hate. I don't think he wants to be hated. I think he wants to be like liked. And wrecking Joey would have gotten him a lot more likes. Yeah. I don't think at Bristol, though. 
because people were really happy to see him win. You didn't hear the boos for Joey? Joey got booed hard, man. No, I was hearing more cheers than anything. Like, way more cheers. For Joey? Well, I think, yeah, I think that goes, but I think that's more towards because me and you got completely bombarded with our care, with our people. I did hear uh, Denny Hamlin's crew chief and spotter refer to Joey today as the most aggressive driver in NASCAR. That's fair. That is fair. He is the most aggressive driver. On offense and defense. Yeah. Um, Denny had a chance to wreck him, and he didn't. Denny lost the race. For whatever reason, he thought the high side was going to work. And I'm not sure why he decided to go for the high side. It didn't work the first time. I don't know why he decided. Well, he went, the last restart, all the guys were running the high line, though, trying to pack that dirt down so they could run up there. And it wasn't working. Uh, D- Joey well, was went, running. He went, for the, he went for the high side way too much. Joey ran the bottom, and it worked for him because the drifting. He's got really good at it, man. He just knows how to handle a car. Um. It was it was it was kind of interesting though. For a while there, the drivers was running the track like it was on concrete. I think that they need to pack it down with more dirt next time, because <laughs> the dirt the dirt got slid away pretty much pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, I think yeah, it, it, it was flattened and rubbered down in and, 20 you know, this, laps. This is the first time they've been they did it, but people were talking about this today. I kind of mentioned this on the on the Twitter page, but um, people were kind of mentioning it today. They're like, we don't know why it's so dusty. Okay, so we're all from East Tennessee. Bristol is in the Appalachian Mountains. So let me put everybody's minds on on put everybody on top of their heads real fast. So our dirt is a lot more moist than say if you go out west because we got we got a lot more precipitation, right? With moss and whatever. Uh, contrary to popular belief. We make just as much dust with our dirt than anywhere else. That's why it was so dusty, because we do have so much precip- precipitation in our in our soil, uh, and that dirt was was actually that actually came from Bluff City. So people was like, "Why is it so dusty?" That's normal at a dirt race, especially in the East Coast. In this area, that's normal because and, and like agreed that it was some visible some visibility uh, challenges there, but that's normal here. That's normal in a dirt race. Even Clint Boyer was having to say that during the announcers because people were bitching about it. Like, why is it so dusty? I'm like, this isn't asphalt racing. This is a totally different type of racing. Uh, I feel bad for the people. I feel bad for the people like on turn two and turn turn three. Like he like he was sitting there cause. Like turn one and turn turn four were pretty all right, cause C- Cody Cooper and I had tur- turn four seats and we were fine. But like we were observing, like like it would suck to sit there because you know that's where like most of the drifting happened and like all that dirt was just rising. And I'm like that would just been a blurry race for the whole time. Well, if you notice too, if you looked at the track, it was from the from the moisture in our in our in the dirt. It was wet from where they yeah. had been running around through there, uh, and you know that's probably mo- gasoline, motor oil that's spewed out and everything like that. But that's just the way our soil works down here. I mean, how many times have you all been in a garden in East Tennessee and saw Papa or Mama hoeing a garden and dust just flying up everywhere? 
I mean, yeah. I was talking away and I was muted. Too. Yeah, you were. I was. I was watching that one. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what you expect people running on on dirt. Like, I don't know how you can expect it to be dust free. It's not the Dixie Stampede. No, they don't they have think, that promise going in. The Dixie Stampede is filled with cow shit. <laughs> right. That's but why it, I didn't go to it. I was like, this man, fucking smells like shit. Dixie Stampede's fun though, but they make it a point to have a uh, dustless dirt because you're eating. It's not the Dixie Stampede. Yeah, it's it's actual dirt racing. It's what it is. It's rugged racing. NASCAR is already rugged, but this is more rugged. This is the rugged. This is the most. I think this is the most hardcore racing can get. You have to be rough to race in this this terrain. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they're like. Honestly, I think this is probably the most interesting radioactive for like a like a just like a standpoint of like learning what the drivers think. It'll definitely it'll definitely be a good race. I think and we won't even get that radioactive until Wednesday. Now yeah, but, it's usually Tuesdays. Yeah, but, it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, I know there'll be like a lot of like this fucking driver can't do this or whatever, but. I just want to see if there's like any like people who are like, yeah, this dust, man. Oh this yeah, dirt. Well, that being said, I think that's all that we we got on Bristol right now. I don't have anything else. Yeah, and we me, we we can really pick me, winners. We got to pick winners. That's it. Yeah, uh, and everybody's do really tired. The, do you want me to get the standings for our our boys? Oh yeah, absolutely, Parv. Go for it. So, uh, so I, so top I, want 10. Same, well, I want to do the same thing I did last week and like all our top drivers too. So, uh, Bubba Wallace is in 21st with 136 points. Uh, Kyle Busch is in 13th with 183. Michael McDowell is 12th with 183. Austin Dillon is 11th with 186. In 10th place, we have Christopher Bell with 186. Uh, Chase Elliott is 9th with 211. Uh, Kevin Harvick is 8th with 225. Ryan Blaney is 7th with 226. William Byron is six with two hundred twenty-eight. Brad Keselowski is fifth with two hundred thirty-two. Carl Larson is fourth with two hundred forty-two. Martin Truex Jr. is third with two hundred forty-seven. Joey Logano is second with two sixty-nine. And with the quite nice. commanding, and with a quite commanding lead. Is Danny Hamlin with 327? Good God. He's racking up the points, that's for sure. Yeah, Where, he, where's Bowman? Uh Alex Bowman. He's 16. That that's weird to me. I feel like he's been more consistent than that, right? Oh man. Yeah, he, he hasn't. And really? I, that's what I'm that's what I've been saying these past few weeks. He's ran good the past couple of races, but before, dude, he's ran like dog shit. Byron's uh, elected in a lot too, though. Yeah, he has. Byron's so, been whipping his ass this this season so far, and I can't figure also, that out. What the hell happened? Hamlin has the most top five top fives 
Yeah, he's consistent. Um, he has six, so that's six out of is, seven races. Is Kevin Harvick in the top ten in points? Yeah, he is. Did I miss he's that? Eight with, eight, where's, where's, he's Austin, eight. where's Austin Dillon at? You didn't mention him. Yeah, he did. Eleven. He's eleven. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, so boys, we got Martinsville next week. I don't think Martinsville is going to be as uh, next gonna, next week because we have yeah, a bye. Yeah, week. We have Easter. We do have a bye week. Um. So I guess we can go ahead and give our predictions now. I'll make it a little bit more fun. We will have an episode out um, next week uh, on something. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, yeah, we got Martinsville. They took out the grass, guys. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> that, that grass patch is the most unnecessary patch. In, in NASCAR. Um, Can I just now, get Parv to say, okay? <laughs> like, like he just did. <laughs> he said, okay. I mean, the most iconic thing about that about that grass is, you know, that's where Joe Logano was when Matt Kenseth wrecked him. Why do we have to do it? I mean, why? You, you know what was funny, though? When he was doing victory burnouts right in front of your face, getting that dirt all over your parts. Some of that dirt on your body is probably from his tires, man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you see him put that sword in the ground? I wish he'd stick it right up Kyle Bush's ass is what I wish would Me happen. Me too. <laughs> uh, the, um, tr- the trucks don't run next week. Is it just Xfinity and, and It's just Xfinity and Cup. I'm making sure this time because I don't want to screw it up again. Um, oh shit! Yeah. Also, we got to talk about who impressed us. Oh yeah, we forgot that segment. I, I well, already gave mine Ross Chastain, even though he wrecked out. Yeah, the thirty-seven race rookie. Yeah, yeah. Or thirty-five race. Sorry, thirty-five, 35 races. Race yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Bubba impressed me too. I'm happy with Bubba. I, I am genuinely happy. I think we made good strides as a team. He ran a lot better today. Cooper, who uh, who impressed you this week? Uh, Bobby Suarez, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I want to count I, that this not, week. If it's, it's supposed to be rookies and Xfinity Series driver, but I think we should just probably just get rid of that. Just rule. because, uh, like, he's a dirt rookie. Well, yeah, I, like, I think we should just get know? rid of that rule. Just drivers who impressed us, honestly. Yes, I mean, please. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's some cup drivers that impressed the shit out of me that they didn't do anything today. Uh, right, and we've not been able to talk about our rookies too much yeah. this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would have mentioned Ross, but Ross wrecked out just like Cody said. So, so, so he, so he impressed you, is what you're saying? Ross, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny, he did good. He did good. Oh, Chastain too. Yeah, Chastain looked damn good. Yeah, Parv. I was going to say Ryan Newman, but I'm actually going to go with Matt Devedeno for for how well he did today. He comes from the back of the pack. Yeah, he he started last. Did you see what guess, why he started back in the back when they no. rolled his car off? He grabbed something on the tra- on the on the uh, on the, the the trailer, the hauler, and it fucked the rear bumper up. <laughs> like the just. Okay. The, just the craziest that's, shit. That's unfortunate. That that, is that's like, Wood Brothers luck. That's yeah. Granny D luck. You know that had to piss them off, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just cannot get but over like, Cooper's hat and how dirty that is. But, God, but that's a good-looking hat. <laughs> but from going last to, like, 13th, 
and looking really good while doing it, it just really impressed me. Yeah. Like I'm I'm really I'm I'm still like I still think he'll get a cup cup series car next year. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Dude was flying through the field. And if there would have been one extra lap, he would have won the race. No doubt in my mind. I think Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is on his way to a win this year. I don't disagree at all. I I am liking that's a good fucking take. That's a good <laughs> I'm liking Ricky more and more. I liked him. It's funny because you know when he raced for Roush, I just never was a huge fan of him. But the more that he races with JTG, um, the more I enjoy him. I do got a something to say though. The paint scheme he ran last year, the Kroger paint scheme, was beautiful. And they traded it in for absolute dog shit. And I can't figure out why. Cause that yeah. The new scheme's just not good. Well, they, they darkened the blue too. Yeah, like it, I don't know that, that blue and white last year. It looks so clean. It just looks so clean. I really like that scheme. So I think that's who impressed me. So we got the trucks and we got um, the Cup Series next week, boys. I'm gonna Xfinity. go back. Xfinity. Oh, Xfinity. Oh, shit. The, the the Xfinity Series. You got it's me. It's been a long day. It has been a long day, man. I got to get up more nine to five again tomorrow. Um. I got a conduct a volleyball interview. Oh, wait, with women? Oh, wait, (laughs) we're going to get canceled. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Uh, Let's go backwards. Parv, who you got for the trucks and who you got for the cup? Xfinity. Xfinity, dude. I'm sorry. I'm fucking worn out. (laughs) Uh, Xfinity. Uh, Let's see here. Let's you think Sheldon Creed's going to get it. I wish. Uh, Jeb Burton. There we go. I'll just say him. I don't know why, but, yeah, he's going to do it. Uh, for Cup Series? Uh, shit. Uh, this one's hard, honestly. <laughs> I, I just don't really know who's got it. Uh Screw it. He's going to get his first win. We're going to have eight drivers who have won this year. And it's going to be Denny Hamlin. You think I'm Denny giving it to, Yeah, I'm going to give it to Hamlin. And I was going to say Kyle Busch, but not, not on Martinsville. I think, I think maybe the next week he'll win it. <laughs> but we'll see. I'm gonna give it to so Jeb Burton and Denny Hamlin. Let's go, buddy. Cooper. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out. I got Hemrick and Gregson are gonna get some shit. <laughs> All right, but I got the winner. I got the winner. I gotta go with him again. I feel like he's gonna just. I don't know, shorter track. I'm going to go Dinger again. And oh. Cup Series, I'm agreeing with Parv. I was actually I was going to pick Hamlin. I was going to pick Hamlin as well. So, two Hamlins. I think, Ham, I th- I think Hamlin finally gets that win next week. He's just looked too solid not to get it. If it's not going to be Hamlin, it's going to be Joey. I feel like Joey will go back-to-back. But Fair enough. Cody, who you got? 
so for the uh, the Xfinity series, Martinsville's a rough track. It is. There's a lot of bumping and banging. And if there's one person that has proven that they can handle the bumping and the banging in the Xfinity series this year so far, it's the reigning champion. So uh, I'm That's going true. Cendric all the way. Yeah. That for is the cup. For the cup. Oh, yeah. We're going to Martinsville. So I'm going to give it to Martin Truex Jr. You think he's going to go back to back? Yep. Think he's going to get another yep. grandfather clock? I think so. Yeah, Martin Truex, he's a hell of a driver at Martinsville, and it's named after him. So. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to give mine. Jacob? Yeah. Xfinity. Cindric and Chase Briscoe. <laughs> nope. It's actually not this time. Uh. Harrison Burton is going to go to victory lane in the Xfinity series at Martinsville. He's going to get his, he's going to get his first win of the season. Um, I've been pretty on top of my picks for the past couple of weeks. So I'm going with yeah. my damn gut. All right. Uh, Harrison Burton is going to go. Now I'm going to give this reason. And I don't want this to be my moment. I'm going to give some stats to prove why. I looked it up a little bit earlier before the show. So last year, Martin Truex Jr. won the race. Yeah, that is a good pick, I will admit. All right. But guess who was second, third, and fourth? Ryan Blaney was the runner-up. Third was Brad Keselowski. Fourth was Joey Logano. The Penske boys are going to have a one, two, three finish. Brad Keselowski goes to victory lane at Martinsville next week. Well, next, next week. I don't hate it. I can't I can't knock anyone's picks this week. Nobody made a bad pick. I don't think anybody made a bad pick. I think Brad K. Now, now something that is interesting though, just to throw this in there. Chase Elliott did round it out for the top five, and he is winless this year. Let's not forget about that. Also, Alex Bowman finished sixth. All right. Seventh was Matt DiBenedetto at Martinsville. You never know. He could pull it off. Eighth was William Byron. Ninth was Kurt Busch. Tenth, Jimmy Johnson. Eleventh was Bubba Wallace in the 43 car. Yep. And he's won at Martinsville before. So I feel like he'll have a pretty – I feel like he'll get his first top ten. He's had one. No. No. I don't think so. Not yet. No, he actually hadn't. Really? I thought Bubba had one top ten. He he's ran in the, the top ten. Yeah, he wrecked out of every one of them that he's ran in. Damn. Hmm. Uh, but Ron Newman and Chris Busher last year were twelfth and thirteenth, and also me Cooper and Parr's boy Michael McDowell with a fourteenth place finish in last year's race. Fifteenth was Kevin Harvick. So I really think that uh, that Brad Keselowski might go to victory lane. <laughs> I'll say this will be an interesting race. I mean. It definitely will be. Uh, now, I do think we should go back through and do the same thing we did last year. We give our picks. Who do we think our picks is going to finish? Who do we think our driver is going to finish? Who wants to start it out? Then we'll end the show because I know everybody's tired. Wait, say what we do you did, want us to do? We did, it last, we did it last week or the week before last. We picked where, where we thought our picks was going to finish and where our drivers was going to finish, our favorite drivers. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a good bit to keep going because it adds a little bit of spice to the to the, to the race, man. Bub, Bubba finishes seventh. All right. 
Blaney will finish second. Okay, I, I don't hate it. I'm putting a lot of I'm putting a lot of pressure on Blaney. Part of where you think Bush is going to finish. Fifteenth. That hurts a lot. But at least you're being true to yourself. Austin Dillon, thirteenth. It's a short track, so he can pull it off this week. He can get it done. Not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> every week, every week, I'm like, he'll be about fifteenth. He comes out and fucking finishes like fifth or sixth, and then the week I pick him to win, he doesn't do shit with it. So I'm just gonna say he's gonna play slow. Maybe, maybe I pass my curse on to you, buddy. So I want to do something. I want to do something too right now. That, like, even though it's not like we're not even have like halfway through the season. Let's give our ch- our our pre like our championship four with how with how it looks right now. We already did. I just that. want to see like what. No, like, like right now, like after like this, like who do you think is who do we think? I don't like, think you can pick. I, I genuinely couldn't pick right now. Because like I mean like right now like Martin Truex Jr. is really showing himself as like a contender right now. I'll buy it. Larson, Elliott, Hamlin. William Byron. I will say Hamlin, Truex, Larson, Logano. I'm gonna say this. I don't I can't make a final four right now. I'm not gonna say that. Um, but I will say Ford won in the last year of the last body style of the fusion. Ford will win in the last year of this body style of this generation with the Mustang. They will, they will win a championship. Uh, who wins the championship? I don't know, but <laughs> the Ford's going to the championship this week, this, this year. I think, I think it's going to be a Chevy championship. I don't think it will be. I think Kyle Larson is going to, I love Kyle Larson, but, I feel like he's getting back to that aggressiveness again. He's going to he, screw yeah, himself. Yeah, he, he definitely is. Um, I think he's just sold me throughout the first bit of the season. He's definitely going to the Final Four. I'm not going to deny that. Um, but I don't think – I don't I don't see MTJ as a contender. That's fair. I'm just – I mean, if anything, I'm just really hoping for Hamlin at this point. I just want Hamlin to win a championship. I don't like think I, I don't think Chase is going to get into the final four. He's not been looking like it. He didn't look great though the first half of last season either. I just don't see it right now. It, it's coming. It's coming. Maybe we'll see. I think Blaney. I think Blaney will get into the final final eight. He will, unless something screwy happens again. His team, mm-hmm. his team decides his to screw bad, him over. His bad luck's over, dude. There's no stopping him now. <laughs> he can get he can get wrecked out at Bristol Dirt and come back with top ten, dude. <laughs> he don't give a shit. He broke the Hamlin curse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's it for this week. That's all I got. We're all fucking tired. We got shit to do. They was just they just got home. Cody's got dirt in his ears. I do. That's what I was just digging out. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode for this week. We will see you. There's two episodes this week. Don't forget to watch the bonus episode if you listen to this. Oh. Yeah. But that's that. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of the cult. As always, I'm Jacob Lewis. Um, Cody, the host with the most. Make sure you follow us on all of the social media platforms. Uh, it's at Left Turn Cult, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, MySpace. Hit us up. I'm uh, Cooper. Can't wait for Martinsville, Watson. And I'm Matthew Parvin. I don't have a catchphrase. Hashtag join the Parv gang. Everyone, if you want to join the Parv gang, type hashtag Parv gang on your next Twitter to know that you listened to this episode. Disregard everything you just said. Yeah, if you you tweet hashtag Parv gang, Parv will Venmo you $15. Yes. (laughs) No. Yeah, that's what was said, bro. No. All right. Thanks for joining in. We'll see you all next week. Bam <laughs> <laughs>